Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Not So Native Podcast. Let me introduce your host. My name is Rob Lamb. And I'm Aaron Bailey. Kick back and let us take you on a journey as we explore some of Arizona's most fascinating people, places, and things to do. Are you ready? Deciding where to grow your money isn't difficult. Do what we did at the Not So Native Podcast and go with a local financial leader who has deep ties in your community. Credit Union West has been serving their neighbors since 1951, offering high-yield savings accounts, affordable loans, and by contributing to local charities you care about. Join today at www.cuwest.org or drop by one of their many local branches. They'll be glad to see you. All right, so welcome back. This is Aaron. Rob. We are in Chandler, Arizona at the State 48. Is the headquarters here? Yep. Right? yep. Uh, yes, sir. And we are sitting with... Mike, Mike Spangenberg, co-founder of State 48. Sp- Say your name, last name again? Spangenberg. Spangenberg, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. That was, uh, it's not- been butchered my entire life. Okay, so good. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only yeah. one. When, uh, we were talking about coming out here with like Mike Spangenberg. Uh, yeah, well, the thing too, like nickname... Is has been Spanky since I was a little kid oh. from my dad on. So everyone that knows me, it's just Spank or Spanky or whatever. So it's easier. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, Spangenberg. So if somebody calls up asking for Mike, they're not gonna get you. No. Oh yeah, no, they were. Spank. Yeah, 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 yeah whatever. So, right you on. know we have history if they call me by my nickname. There we go. So. There you go. There you there go. go. Nice. Oh, nice. cool. Well, uh, um, I, I'm a big fan of the the clothing clothes here. Uh, had it quite some time. In fact, our, our followers, you'll see the hat and uh, the, the logo throughout uh, our podcast and episode and such yeah. here. But first question we got to ask, uh, native or not so? Native. Native, yep. okay. Born and raised. Okay, what part of town? Chandler. Okay. So that's why that's why having our headquarters in Chandler was, was important, uh-huh. especially back then there was nothing really going on. Right. Kind of the underdog um, you know, mentality of starting the company and then staying with your city and not doing the the trendy thing, not nothing against all the other great cities, but you know, going to Phoenix and all that, uh, we wanted to stay home and that was important. Right on. All right, cool. So how did, uh, obviously the name State 48 and it's the 48th state, but yep. what was, uh, what was, can you kind of tell a story, the motivation behind yeah. the clothing line, everything there? Yeah. So, I mean, as a little kid, I always kind of had that entrepreneur kick to me. Um, I remember my favorite thing to do was uh, going back to school, going back to school shopping. Uh, not going back to school in the right. summer. So like going to shop, laying out my clothes. I always love clothes. Um, again, like growing up here, being a big sports fan, going to Cardinal games at Sun Devil Stadium. When oh, you, said this, the you sit, you buy, you know, hundred dollars for season. You pay a hundred dollars for season tickets. Yeah. You sit wherever you want. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And but it just drove me crazy that nothing. You know, most of the fans were the opposing fans, and that was kind of just our. You know kind of story about Arizona back then yeah. um, is, you know, we're labeled as fair weather, but it's really just because we haven't had generations grow up here yet. Right. Absolutely. So being, a, you know, from here, it was kind of, you know, that sense of passion and pride of like, why don't we have anything that represents Arizona in a positive, fashionable way? Mm-hmm. Um, back then it was the three for 10 crappy Walgreens shirts that, you know, no one yeah. wants to wear. And I was like, that's not, that's not what represents Arizona. There's a reason why so many people live here. Um, so that was uh, very important to you know create something of our own here in Arizona. The, the first time I ever heard about 
State 48, I think it was a first Friday or something with local first or something downtown. And there's a there's a bar that's kind of in that area, and they you were doing a fashion show. And I forget that it, it was an art oh, yeah, show, so. and then there was a fashion. Yeah, you yeah. had the fashion show downstairs. It was probably yep. about ten years ago, maybe. Yeah, no, I wasn't. We've been in business over a little over six, so it wasn't oh, that six. long. Okay, but I do recall. I don't remember the name of the venue. It was downtown. Yeah. It was a. Uh, raw arts or something yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so we did yeah. do a fashion show there uh we've, we've done a variety of different things like that but um but yeah i mean we started in chandler and you know my other two business partners are brothers and um so that made it interesting dynamic my dad was our t-ball coach growing up uh, i, I never said did you guys grow up together yeah well uh nick is the younger the younger brother um we didn't really i mean i knew of him and i'd be you know see him when i'd go to the house and, and Stefan's house and et cetera. But Stefan and I were the same age. We grew up together, um, you know, shared the same passion for sports, go to Cardinal games and all that. Never thought we'd have been in business together. We were working together at the hotel and knew I was, you know, thinking about creating a clothing line and, and trying to figure out names because I had a, a notebook probably, you know, a year of, of trying to brainstorm names. And Stefan's oh. the one who created the name. Uh, we were living together at the time and he came out brushing his teeth and he said state 48 and you know born and raised in arizona and i'm like what's state 48 and he's like arizona's 48 state so it was like that at that time it was a moment where it was that yeah. um yeah we have this is like no question that this is the name and then we went for it got a trademark and nick's the uh graphic designer so we all went in at three-way and um just went for it and started you know, created social media channels and selling out of our house and selling out, you know, first Fridays and before it was cool and um, <laughs> anywhere that would accept us to sell clothes, we did it. Did Phoenix Fashion Week and then our big first, our first big collaboration was with Bruce Arians from the Cardinals, yeah. uh, which had a tie back to his foundation, right. um, Arians Family Foundation. And then it just, and it still does say, it just keeps going. Yeah. So you're still doing the Arians, you know, he's Got the eye patch now, right? Yeah, Fox. so yeah, so I was fortunate. Every year we um, he has a golf tournament in Georgia, and also had it in Arizona. No longer doing it in Arizona, of course, but um, but just awesome family, um, awesome guy. Um, but yeah, we just just in I was just at his golf tournament in, in Georgia um, in July, and and we released the the creamsicle color shirt for Tampa. Okay. Um, and that people might think, and we made a post about it, but like, why are you still working with BA? You know, he's not with the Cardinals and that kind of goes against our brand, but it was so much more than, yeah. like BA gave us so much credibility and so much help. Right. Um, and his family is like literally family now. So, right. and it helps kids, you know, so it's such a right. bigger, bigger uh, impact. And, and, and it just made so much more sense to yeah. keep going with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that goes beyond the, I mean, obviously, that the pride in the, in the state is one thing, but mm -hmm. you know, just pride in, in, in being a human. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. And, uh, and good yeah, hundred percent. He did a lot for this community and a lot for the team, and most winning his coach here in Arizona. So, yeah. um, can't forget about that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, the new guy will uh, maybe surpass that, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. All Once the rumors time. are Kyle Mur Kyler Murray is is the truth. So yeah. We'll, we'll see. I'm actually, uh, after we're done here, probably gonna check going out, out there. The, uh, nice. Camp here this okay. afternoon, and uh, sweet. We'll report back and see what's what if, uh, if Cliffy's a real deal. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. There we go. But uh, um, oh, a question I did have. Uh, so when did and you started about six seven years ago? 
when did this become uh, like a full-time gig? Yeah. Was it yeah, yeah, that's right off? Question, like you're yeah. like, you know, I'm just going to go for it and see what happens? Yeah, no, that's a good question. The first two years, we didn't take a dollar. Uh, we staggered it. We were smart about it. So Stefan was in a better situation, more flexible, where he can go full-time first. Um, so that was like three years into it. And then Nick shortly went after that, and then I was the last one. I was I worked my way up to become a GM in the hotel industry and had a you know good job, you know, great organization work with it was like family. So, you know, had your, you know, comfort you were comfortable with, you know, salary and, and benefits and all that. So we oh. definitely all had to make a leap um faith, but <clears throat> once we all did and that's why I always tell everyone, like once you whatever you put in you get back. And now it's I still got to still work seven days a week, just trying to keep up, you know, sure. with one time with one job. So yeah. it's it's crazy when you think about, you know, the grind of starting and you know working ten hours at the hotel, and then also then working till, you know, going home. I remember work till five or six, go home, shower, get you know get a bite, and then go to the the shop or and just work until one. Sometimes I'd fall asleep on the couch, like at the shop, you know. Um, on the couch, like the in, in my office chair, whatever, um, just because. But you just your body just gets used to it, and if, if you don't love it, um, it's not going to work out because you know everyone thinks it's easy to start something, you know, yeah. and not only easy, but like it just takes a lot of patience, and it's very expensive to run a business, no matter what your what industry it is. So you realize that quickly, and realize um, you know how hard it was to get full time, but you know once once you do. Now we're adding, you know, people to the team and just, again, whatever you put in, you get back. And that's going to be a, a, a different dynamic, adding adding strangers to the team or adding people that you didn't grow up with to the team. It's actually easier because, um, yeah, when, when you work with two brothers and it's, uh, and, you know, it's just reality. We're humans, right? Like, you're, we're basically all, like, family, so it's harder yep. to have those honest conversations and, um Again, my background is, is you know, op operations GM in a hotel. So I loved working with people and leading people. And you can have honest conversations with when it's just strictly work, but when there's feelings involved with, you know, other two owners, that can get challenging. But uh, we've done a great job of always utilizing our resources. We can't do it without the team. Um, you know, when we first couldn't afford to pay people what they deserve, we had a, a key thing that I always um, look for is people that are just as passionate about the brand as we are. Mm -hmm. um, but then also people like our website managers, Dave, who we grew up with, photographer Jenica, we grew up with her. You know, it's so you utilize those people that also do what you need for a living that are good at it, but then they're believing it in the long term, right? I can't just don't just I never want to just go off the street and do interviews and stuff. I'd rather build a relationship. Um, get to know someone really, and then you bring them on board. So, see the vision. yeah, we have a lot of basically everyone on our team has some type of, you know, history, right? Like Chloe, who helps us on the marketing side. Uh, she was a rally back who we met with the D backs, you know, and we got to know her, did a photo shoot with her and her boyfriend, and got to know her, you know, a little bit more before ever even thinking about, you know, asking her to, to come on board. Uh, we have a lot of um, situations like that. Uh, Tony, who's our videographer, got to know him through Jenica. And, you know, it's just like everyone that, you know, you build a relationship with and you know their work ethic, that's important. Mm -hmm. um, so I love bringing people on the team, like Zach Hall, who does, um, like, our community corner, our host. I've like, known him for years and always try to figure out how, you know, he could help us. And and he 
was already doing kind of like a inner like a host podcast deal on the side so it was just some extra money and he was already passionate about the brand so like that's kind of what makes up state 48 the team is that people that are just as passionate about what we're doing and believe in the long term and yeah. you know our designers and and everything so I don't know. Right. now early on when you first started were you screening your own your own t-shirts because I, I had a uh, me and a, a couple of my buddies had a a clothing line called No Dice Apparel back in the day. No Dice, okay. Yeah. It didn't last very long. Yeah. And, uh, the reason why Bobby had heard the name, but, uh, but we were screening our own T-shirts and uh, one of the parents' basements, you know. Yeah. So how, did you start off trying to learn the process your own? Yeah. So, little background: we had no idea. Well, I mean, I, I had a business background, so I mean, if you know how to treat people. And, and you know, mm -hmm. business sense, it, all that kind of works out. You learn as you sure. go. But we had no background on the business, on the fashion side, on the on manufacturing, all that kind of stuff. So how that worked is, when we had our our, our logo first trademark, um, I had a buddy of mine who was a screen printer again, Connections. Um, we did our first two hundred shirts with him. We got our main logo in a bunch of different color combinations. We used them to sell our house and put them online. Uh, launch launch party event, all that. But quickly realized, okay, you can't sustain a business having someone like that in that situation. You know, do your do your printing. Sure. You just uh, your margins aren't. You know, it wasn't. We needed more margin, so um, we bought a thermal heat press um, off like Amazon or actually probably wasn't even Amazon then. It was probably Craigslist. Probably spent like four hundred bucks. Again, I had no idea what we we're doing. Um, ordered transfers, which is a big help of how we sustain our business because the difference is we ordered transfers, which is, is essentially your screen print. Um, but you get, say you got a couple hundred of those and very affordable. Then once the shirt, once someone placed an order, we'd order the blanks here locally. Then we'd print the, the shirt. So you could do one-offs and you could do, you could print it on demand. Um, Rather than screen printing, you have to guess all the sizes. You have to, so we do screen printing now, of course, um, but that was a big help of how we were able to sustain our business because at that time you have no money. Um, you know, you, it gets so expensive to have inventory. You look back there, it's probably $30,000 worth, worth of shirts, right? Sure. So at the beginning, we order transfers and you can get a couple hundred for, you know, you know, 100, 200 bucks. And then once an order comes in, we buy the blank. So we then pay for it after we already collect revenue and then print the shirt. So it's not as good as a quality as a, as a screen print, um, but that was big on at least us just getting our brand out there. So we were, to answer your question, we were uh, printing shirts at our home for the first couple of years. And then we moved into our head, our headquarters, which is which was in the same plaza, but much smaller. And then have the retail um, section. Um, in 2016 and then we just moved in here in April because we needed a bigger space and then we wanted we had so much demand for people wanting to come in and shop where we open this and then we can have workspace back there and separate the two yeah yeah it's headquarters I like the uh, thank you like a big yeah just such a painting mural here huh? yeah mural your local artist Leisure um, you see his work a lot oh. but on Instagram it's Leisure um, so yeah, we just want something clean, simple. We'll, still, we'll do another mural um, over there too, but just wanted something where we can call home and people come and shop. So, so we're uh, about Arizona, all about Arizona, because I, I like you. I, I'm not a native. I, yeah. I'm, I moved from all over the place. My dad was in the Navy. Okay. So, uh, but, but I after hearing a lot of negativity about Arizona and yeah. things like that, I'm like, 
if we're so negative, why aren't people moving here 200, 200 uh, a day? Yeah. Uh, so there's there's going to be there's great things out here. Let's yeah. go find the great things. And and Aaron and I were sitting on the back porch and we were talking about it. And, and that's how this this guy here. But uh, what are some of the places that you like to go? And, and I'm going to do the R S T L N E thing for like you know Wheel of Fortune. They take yeah. those letters out. Yeah. So you can't say Flagstaff or Sedona unless yeah. you're specific. Spot. So, where do you like to go when you travel in the state? In the valley, I'm. I'm a big. Uh, I love food. So, I mean, most uh -huh. people do. But like, I think it's so cool to see how much Arizona's grown and become like a foodie, you know, cool spot to be. Um, and I feel like you know, every you could go out, you know, somewhere for drinks and food every single night and still not catch up with all the different concepts going on. Um, so, to answer your question, I like I like good like um, dinner spots. You know, whether it's going to, you know, downtown Chandler or Acadia or, or whatever, just kind of going in different pockets, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Steak 44 is probably, if I want to splurge a little bit, it's probably the best restaurant uh, that I'm, I'm a fan of in Arizona. Um, but I, I always kind of, you know, tail it into, you know, things to do. It always kind of involves, like, going out to eat or, you know, I think that's kind of where you, you, you get the best connections and you get to, you know, have, you know, we have a dinner club that me and my buddies, you know, where we catch up. I mean, the older you get, you know, it's harder to, you know, hang out and not everyone's like going out now and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of the best time to catch up and then over a good, go over a good meal and, and a concept. So, um, and nothing really off the top of my head, but I just like going to different places, you know, in the valley. In the valley? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot to see. Yeah. I mean, it's the fifth largest city in the Well, that's what's so cool. Country, so. Now, I mean, sure, when I was growing up, um, you know, you went to downtown Phoenix for a Cardinal, or sorry, a Suns game or a D-backs game. Um, now it's like, and it used to be a ghost town back yeah, down oh, there. Yeah. So yeah. now it's like, you can go downtown, you have a good time. We have our, a location at the Churchill, downtown Phoenix, um, at a shipping containers. So just different vibes and speakeasies. And and if you want to Scottsdale, I mean, you have that pocket of things to do. And then Chandler, more casual. And I mean, downtown Gilbert's exploding. So you have all these different cities and different things to do mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely i remember uh like that i'm native like yourself and my dad had uh sun season tickets forever i mean really since they moved into the purple palace yeah the day, yeah right, with barkley and them and coliseum um i remember when uh they'd go downtown and if it was a, a game that got out you know like a like a later night like yeah. a televised game it was as soon as we get out those doors my dad's grabbing my hand and we're booking it to the car you know yeah. there's no you don't look at people, nothing else. Yeah. Different, different vibe now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, we did the, the Foundry, um, the hotel on yeah. Central uh, a few weeks back. Um, it's really cool. You can see that vibe. And yeah. Bring that, that local culture that, yeah. that people, I think, write off. Like, ah, oh, it's Phoenix, and everybody's from somewhere else. Yeah. So, doesn't even offer and, and I think that's a great thing about Arizona. It's so diverse, and it's so, uh, you know, uh, heavy with transplants. And I think uh, that's a great thing because you have all these different cultures and 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 backgrounds and um, yeah and, and it's just like kind of creates that melting pot but the cool thing is that now we have a mix of actually because that's used that's what arizona always or only only was right it was yeah. just like a melting pot now you have that plus generations that are actually growing up here and you know our you know loyal diehards you know arizona fans and and not obviously not just sports but just loving everything about the state and of course i'm biased but I mean, you do have, you could drive, you know, three hours north and cool off in the summer in Sedona and it's just places where people travel all the world to, to come, 
or if you're going down south, Tucson, and you know, even Mount Lemmon. When I first went there, I was shocked that that was that was <laughs> it's there. Amazing, isn't it? Um, you know, in the summer, and then going up and being being a little cold. So yeah, um, yeah, you just have you just have everything, and then of course, if if you love the water, then you know, go to Arizona's second home in the summer, which is California, and right. take a you know road trip or get on the on the plane. You got Mexico nearby and Colorado, and just all these great surroundings states as well to kind of fix, um, you know, meet your needs for everything. Right, right. Yeah, a friend of mine in uh, when we were talking about a professional networking thing and we talked about like, if he's going to be moving or, you know, other opportunities that came up and he's like, why would I ever want to move from a, a resort town, right? People yeah. move here to vacation or they, they yeah. move here to retire. Like, yeah. well, I don't want to leave this. Yeah. That's, well, the exception like, of 111 degrees today. It's yeah, I mean, it's just like everywhere, though. You have your yeah. bad months besides sure. California, but you pay for that, too, right? right. So yeah. um, I was, although, like, the market's booming and it's going to keep rising, I mean, it's so affordable to live here and you get more so much bang for your buck, and then you can go travel and do your things you want to do. Because right. I always find it funny the people that, and no knock against anyone, but it, what used to drive me crazy in high school is like, oh, I'm going to go you know follow my dreams in california or new york whatever especially california so being so close and then you know people go there and they're working seven days a week just to be able to afford you know a crappy apartment yeah. right so it's like you do not even get to enjoy the beach that you went for you know so like stay here and then go you know on the weekend or vacation whenever you want so that's uh, uh my my daughter's like Look at all those people on the beach, Dad. All those—it's just a great place to live. I said, all I live there. Yeah. All those people are tourists. Yeah. You got to work to yeah. afford to stay there, yeah. so that you can think about that one day that you get to yeah. go to the beach. Yeah. All the people that get to go to the beach are tourists or high school kids. Well, yeah, and again, like kudos <laughs> to people that you know can and you know people I mean, yeah, people I mean, do make it and yeah. And, and uh, I just say that there's not you know, can live comfortably too. I'm not saying it's out out of the stretch, but most people like you know prime example my. You know, friend that wanted to pursue modeling went to the LA thing and lived, you know, 45 minutes away from the beach and went trapped. So like, again, he was working like two jobs just to, to yeah, afford it and follow that dream. And it's like, I realized like, okay, I don't even get any time to go enjoy California. You know, so it's yeah. it's kind of you know, yeah, give Ari and take. What I like about Arizona is the diversity, not just of the people uh, and the the variety of things to do, but the diversity of the climate, and uh, that, that's what I like. Yeah. yeah. And you can go south to Tucson and cool off, believe it or not. Yeah. Right. And then you go, or you can go to go to Flagstaff and cool off. Yeah. And there's all there's all kinds of play in the water for a desert community. There's a lot of water. <laughs> I mean, look at all the all the hiking play. I mean, you know, like there's so many Havasu Pie. Like there's so many you know nature like uh, natural um, sites to see that we take it we take for granted every day too now with social media at least it highlights that kind of stuff uh, or educates us on where where to go because there's so many different things you could do on the outdoor side you know that people travel all the world to go come here to see that's kind of the, the, the idea of the our podcast was you know i talked to several people who were like I, I talked to some natives the other day that were 30 years old and had never been to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, I mean, I just went for a couple years ago. We're going to the Grand Canyon today. Yeah, I just went a couple years ago, so I feel you. Yeah, uh, you, you just take it for granted and you get busy doing, you know, being busy with life and then you don't, you know, take the time to go explore. Exactly, exactly. Back to the business. So 
Did you start with just regular old, regular, I say regular old, I apologize. Just regular t-shirts or did you start with a women's line or did yeah. you start men's line or uh, both? Or? Yeah, we always, um, you know, our, our brand message is clothing for all inspired by Arizona. We started off um, always with men's crew and, and a woman's option too, whether it's a tank or a v-neck. Um, so that was important to us for, the, you know, now we've expanded, you know, we're still keep it simple and, and focus on what we do best. And that's, you know, t-shirts and hats. And we have, you know, we'd rather focus on the business side of, of getting, you know, the brand out there. And there's still so many people who have no, no idea who we are. Um, mm -hmm. So we focus on, you know, men's crews, uh, women's tanks, V-necks. Uh, we have onesies. Uh, we're starting to implement new, uh, you know, accessories like water bottles. De I mean, decals, stickers are really popular. Uh, we have wallets. Uh, we got fanny packs coming. So there's other, like, you know, the more the brand grows, the more, you know, we listen to, you know, customers and, and, and the community and see what people, you know, what the trend is, what people want. And then the nice thing is the more your brand grows, you kind of just implement, you know, that branding on new new products and you try it out. So we'll always, we'll never be complacent. We'll just keep trying everything. But um, to answer your question, we, yeah, we started with just you know, men's men's and women's options, mm -hmm. shirt options. I was just looking, yeah, I see the, the baby onesies over yeah. there. And yeah. We've got youth, youth options, toddler, um, women's, men's, um, anyone can wear our stuff. So that's that's like the goal. The, the baseball style. Uh, yep. Yeah, the baseball style shirts, and we have uh, baseball tees, and we have hoodies. Probably some professional name for those kind of things. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the, the important thing was back then it was kind of an afterthought to do a quality T-shirt. All our shirts are, you know, blend of cotton and poly, so it's a nice fit. Um, it's a good brand of shirt we use and. You know, we didn't want to do the 100% cotton stuff that, you know, shrinks two sizes and yeah. it's poor quality that you give out at giveaway games and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. um, so that was, again, kind of the missing, that was anytime you start a business, you got to solve a problem, right? And right. back then it was, you know, representing Arizona um, in a positive, fashionable way, uh, but then also, you know, getting rid of the, the mindset of, um, you know, poor quality shirts. So, and that was what we felt needed to really represent Arizona as a good quality t-shirt that, you know, it's more than just selling products for us. It's representing our hometown um, and we get, try to give back so much to the community. Um, so it's always going to be about, uh, you know, that pride and that passion for our home. So do you guys do any kind of collaboration with uh, other organizations besides your charity yeah, functions? Yeah, collaborations are a huge part of our business now. I mean, this year alone, we've done over 70 collaborations. And how that looks is it's a co-branded design. So, I mean, it could be, you know, we just partnered up with a, a credit union. We just, you know, we're doing a co-branded credit card, also co-branded shirts. I mean, it could oh, be, really? it could be wow. you know, Dickie's Barbecue. We just did one with Taco Bell where they're, um, bringing their, you know, they did 600 shirts where they have all their Arizona, you know, they have a their large um, corporate meeting, annual meeting, and in, in their headquarters in Ch in California. So every, all the team members here in Arizona, the executive level or whoever it might be, they're bringing all, the, they're going to be wearing all those shirts out there to show, hey, this is, we're all Taco Bell, but this is about Arizona. Nice. So like things like that, and breweries, and and. Uh, Nonprofits and you name so you it. You got the Susan G. Komen right back there. Yeah, yeah. So we work with American Cancer Society and Phoenix Children's Hospital. You name it. It's been a cool part. Um, obviously, there's a, a minimum order of 100 shirts, so it gets our get out to new demos, and it's really been a great marketing 
initiative because so many new people are learning about us and hopefully they like it. Um, you know, if one person from the organization works with us on a co-brand design and they're giving to their team members or they're selling, those people that are passionate are working for them or learning about State 48 too. So um, it's been a great way to, to help us grow. And it's, it separates us from being just a standard clothing line. You mentioned earlier, you know, you, you failed and there's nothing wrong with that, but people don't realize how hard it is to, to sustain a clothing yeah. line or a brand or whatever it is. Um, so that's what our niche is being involved with community and, and working with other organizations in our community and, and promoting each other. So. so besides coming into your store or buying a shirt online, and by the way, what's your website? Yeah, stay48.com, all spelled out. Stay48, all spelled yep, out? Okay. Yep, yep. .com. Yeah, all right. we never use the number 48, so if you ever see that, we have no affiliation with it. Got it. Yeah. Tim Boyd. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And then, uh, uh, so if I wanted to buy your shirts, I come to the location here in Chandler, or I go online, yeah. Is there any other place that I can yeah, buy Yeah, yeah. So stay48.com is kind of the one-stop shop. That has host all our products. Um, so, you I know, like your lid, by the way. You gotta, thank you. You'll yeah. see it in a picture. Yeah, the state flag. <laughs> state flag's our iconic logo. Uh, but stay48.com will have the list of all our retailers that sell sells our stuff. Um, you know, a lot of those are awesome partners that sell our, sell our brand, too. But just be mindful that, you know, they might only carry one or two products or you know sizes so here at our headquarters in Chandler is where we host where we stock the most product uh, we're here Monday through Friday 10 to 5 occasionally on the on Saturdays too we always announce that on social media we have our location at the Churchill in downtown Phoenix which is uh, 10 local business solid shipping containers so that's unique oh, that's it's, it's a small location but it is a place where you can buy so our headquarters um, Churchill and our website is where we control that that comes directly from us um, other of our awesome retailers, they'll buy our line, any piece they want, collection, um, and then they resell it through their channels. So um, if that helps clear it up. No, oh, yeah. What's the uh, address of the showroom here? So 3245 North Arizona Avenue. So that was a nice Arizona play. Arizona Avenue. Um, Chan nice. Chandler. It's Suite E4. Um, it's <laughs> right when you come in. It's right off the road. Um, it's in an industrial complex. Um, and that's what, how we wanted it. We wanted to be some, you know, a little different and more affordable to be in here. We create our demand on when, when traffic um, comes here. Um, but yeah, they, we could take care of them in any way here at our headquarters. Yeah. You mentioned the quality. I, I didn't want to completely like fanboy out, cause, but normally you get to have uh, yeah, your Diamondbacks branded. You know, yeah, so okay, sweet. So, normally on weekends is what, uh, what, I, what I'm for. Nice, but, thank uh, you. So the thing of the collaborations, obviously we got uh, and you got a tattooed in your arm as well, the Diamondbacks, Suns. Yep. You guys have a Coyote shirt too? Yeah, so last year uh, was the first year we did co-branded uh, shirts with the Coyotes. Okay. Um, this year we're going to be doing even a little bit more. Uh, we're hoping to get licensed with NHL. Oh, cool. So that way we can sell it through our channels as well. Um, but we are licensed with Major League Baseball. We corporate partners with D-backs. Um, we work with the, the Suns. We sell direct uh, designs directly in their team shop. Um, and then also Phoenix Rising, um, okay. and yeah. we've worked with the Mercury. Um, we're hoping to land something here with the Rattlers very soon. Um, so the, yeah, the goal is to work with all our sports teams and yeah. all the organizations here in the Valley. Any, any uh, 
schools, universities. Yeah, so possibility. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, ultimately, we would love to be licensed with all the you know your universities. The ones with the colors. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of our way of of showing love without you know being a licensee yet and not infringing on their rights. Um, We have met with ASU, and there is a process to all these things. So, um, but yeah, the goal is. Um, to be licensed with all our universe so we can support everyone do co-branded designs because yeah. that really brings a lot of credibility when you can yeah. use their marks yeah just on the business side you you pay royalty fees on all that stuff yeah. so it gets you know can get expensive yeah and it cuts in your margin but hopefully yeah. it's a bigger volume with the Diamondbacks now is it so it's our third year, third year? yeah okay. but that was uh that, was that a big big thing for you guys oh yeah because I know that seeing the brand I mean I knew about the brand and other seemed maybe more age group knew about it but I think when when that came out oh the D-backs yeah D-backs have been my grandparents were asking about it you know blowing up all over the place yeah the D-backs was a, a huge leap of faith but it's been awesome I mean first time we invest you know spent money on that type of deal yeah um being a corporate partner but the return on it's been awesome, and we've adjusted and, and learned as as we we've worked with them along the la- or the, along the last few years um, on what works, what doesn't work. For example, the first two years we did twenty thousand t-shirt giveaway as part of like an asset for us. But um, as amazing that is, amazing as that is, you also on the business side, it's twenty thousand shirts you're paying for, right? So right, yeah, um, so we've adjusted that. just this um, just this past season. We've kind of tweaked our partnership but yeah they're an awesome um, uh, partner and they've uh, really helped us grow I mean the fact that you get to in front of two million people a year regardless they win or lose Um, and (laughs) the thing that's was appealing about the D-backs and why we paid what we paid is that you know you have kids going in D-backs and you have grandparents like you just mentioned you have young you know um, young adults so it's like you have the diverse in baseball games more people have time to go shop and as a a cardinal game where it's like you don't even remember half of the game <laughs> you know a lot of time just because all the emotion and you know maybe some beverages and stuff too but and it's and it's kind of more one demo you know there rather the d-backs have and they're just awesome like they really want it to be a partnership and not just a transaction and they want to help you grow in any way so everyone that's you know not just sports but and not just the d-backs but everyone has helped us or put money you know you know, in our account to support us has been great. But what's uh, anything new on the horizon? Where what do you what do you envision State Forty Eight being another five, ten years? Anyways? Yeah, I mean, we're again we're always kind of releasing new products and trying new designs. The goal is to to launch a new design every month that we come up with and what we not. I mean, we're doing we're doing several collaborations a week now so yeah. that's that's what keeps you know us busy and designers busy and um and that's all co-branded stuff but the goal is to launch one of our own designs on, a, on our website once a month new products we got coming out like i said the fanny packs and the water bottles and coffee mugs and just trying different things uh, we have a co-branded credit card coming out with one az credit oh, union wow. so that's really exciting and trying to get more type of license deals like we have with the hat club where you got your hat where you know we can have a revenue stream without doing it just on the marketing side like they yeah. do all the manufacturing on that to just license the the logo so hopefully the more the oh, brand yeah. the more the brand goes grows and and people understand what we're all about and that's you know promoting love and through products and showing off our state hopefully more deals like that kind of come about 
Um, but yeah, we'll just keep trucking away here at her headquarters, get, you know, going into, you know, quarter four is always the busiest time of year when shopping gets, gets heavy. But um, yeah, big picture, you know, our big goal is just to acquire more customers and people learn about us. I mean, you, you hear all the kudos and everyone's saying, oh, I ever see your stuff everywhere. Well, there's still a ton of people who have no idea who we are. So that's exciting. And knowing like who we're at, like actually looking at our customer database, like knowing the sky's the limit for like the more it grows, like really being that ultimate vision is to be that recognized brand of Arizona. And yep. then you have these different divisions under that, whether it's media, nonprofit, you know, retail, wholesale, all these, there's all kinds of things I want to do personally. And sure. it's just more matter of like not trying to do too much at once and but continuing to grow year over year and um, just listen to our, our community and see what people want and um, just keep adapting. Yeah. So because I think the love and the, the need for the local pride is always going to be there the more and more people are, are from here right yeah. so you know i do see in arizona being a new york right like <clears throat> i think i just read yesterday that it just surpassed new york as like the, you know the the kind of the place to be i don't remember the metrics but uh of starting a business right so it is kind of that state of yes yeah, a state of oh affordable and there's all these different metrics that go into it but i mean there's a reason why all these fortune 500 companies are moving here and right. you know land and obviously affordability is a big part but all that's going to continue. The more that grows, it's going to be, you know, get more expensive, and it's really going to be, you know, that destination place that we know it is. But people on the national side, people, you know, come to realize. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and speaking of uh, people knowing the brand, um, you uh, did on Wednesdays you do like a hump day hero. Hump, hump day yeah, hero. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That all started. That all started years ago. I remember when Nick brought that idea. I was like, eh. but it's it's crazy. Like you know and. Not even just that, but every day we're getting tagged in these awesome photos that, and that was the goal. It's like, when I pack a suitcase and I go somewhere, I'm making sure I got my Arizona, you know, teams, my shirts, my hats, State 48, because I want to, I want to, I'm proud of where I'm from. So like, and it's always that, you know, creates that conversation too, where, um, you know, you're across the world, you are in Italy, or like we just posted last week and, you know, someone, wearing our shirt in Italy on a vacation. And that's kind of like the whole po point of the brand is like, hey, I love where I'm from and I want to show it off to the world. So we just recognize them on social media. Yeah. So we make it hump the hero um, just to show appreciation for anyone who tags us in a good photo. Yeah. Um, but we do that quite a bit. We, you know, reuse, you know, photos that people, especially in our stories, like every day people are tagging us or got their water bottles and it's just cool when people are like, oh my God, I got featured. And like, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's it's still like, kind of like, you have to pinch yourself. It's like, hey, we're just, you know, some normal normal dudes just trying to, you know, make a difference in their community. And yeah. um, it's cool to see like, when people, you know, really appreciate or like yeah. kind of. Um, yeah, people, people recognize them. I mean, shoot, a few months ago, I got a brother in uh, South Carolina. When we were in Charlotte, we were going to a movie late at night and then, uh, this dude, I saw this dude kind of like running towards us almost and kind of weirded out. We started walking quicker, but I was wearing the Diamondbacks branded one. Oh, nice. And he's like, dude, this is a sick shirt. And yeah. He's from there. Uh, he's from Carolina. You know? So uh, That's what's, um, I think, you know, all the, the change in marketing and digital side, like we forget how impactful um, word of mouth is and conversation. Mm -hmm. Like we hear that all the time where, you know, so I always ask, try to ask like, when I meet someone, like, hey, how do you hear about our brand? Like, man, I saw someone at Home Depot walking in with a shirt, and I freaking love the shirt. So I asked him where he got, you know. So it's like, 
And that's what's great about these collaborations that we do is that, you know, for a food bank or something where it used to be an afterthought of like making a, a good quality shirt. In the past, like those shirts for your, for, your, for your organization was just worn, you know, on a casual day, right? Or you're not, or you go to the gym or, um, but now it's Ginger like, oil. yeah, it's like a good quality shirt that's like, um, you know, co-branded with our brand, which uh-huh. that's what's been incredible is people want to be associated with our brand. Then that's just, it's all marketing, it's all branding. It's getting out and about where it's like, cool, now I got this awesome shirt. And that's why so many organizations are taking a liking to it. So I got this cool shirt that State 48 design with our brand on there that my, our team or whatever is passionate about or a cause or nonprofit, but now I'm wearing it out all the time and it creates those conversations. I, I do like that the, that the shirts don't have that like sticky feel to the front. I mean, yeah. it's, real, it's a real clean yeah. design and, and uh, uh, it's not like, it doesn't feel cheap. Yeah, and that's like the like the and that was always important, right? So, the actual material of the shirt was like very very important. We always use the same uh, blend of shirts, but at the beginning too, and that's the thing we're always trying to improve. And, and at the beginning, and that's one thing that you know, with being a big logo, you kind of get that feedback where it's like, oh, it's so hot or it's so you know, big right. on your chest. So we're trying yeah, to do that's more. What I don't like. We're trying to do. Yeah. Well, it's like. Um, <laughs> So we're trying to do more simple, you know, minimalist things and, and kind of as, you know, fashion grows and it kind of all recycles, right? But uh, just always adapting new stuff. And sure. that's why even like a, a shirt like this, this is something new, it's simple, clean, and our logo's on the back. So um, trying different designs um, that's, you know, more minimalist and maybe um, just different than our main logo all the time in it. But if if it is something similar that simple or different on the front, it's always gonna have like, that stamp, the, the stamp on, on the back, back. yeah. Quick, uh, quick question, and and I'm gonna preface this with: we can edit this out if you don't want it, okay? Yeah. So when you're editing, no. <laughs> he's he's the editor. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Arizona is known for one of the five C's of Arizona is cotton. Cotton is of course woven into your shirts. Yep. You, any. Do you use Arizona-grown cotton? We don't, no. That's always been a big picture. That's a goal. It's just like, it's so... You tell us whether or not you want to add this. No, it doesn't matter, yeah. I mean, that that is definitely a goal. And, like, again, like, to continue to improve and adapt and listen to what people want Mm because, you know, you hear more, oh, you want something, you know, more organic. Like, you could do all these different collections, but, like, our focus is, and that's why... I feel like we've been successful as we've never tried to do too much at once. Well, and like my head's already spinning every single day. There's always a million things to do. We still wear a lot of different hats. Um, so that's why we keep like the, the, op, the, the process and the, the processes um, simple. And that's buying our blanks here locally, getting them the same day or next uh-huh. day, um, you know, focusing on the marketing side more, having our screen printer do all that, embroidery do all that. And then we focus on growing the business. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you start, you know, going to cut and sew and people will say like, oh, do swimsuits or like button ups. And then it's like, that's a whole new beast. That's, and that's, you know, minimals, minimums you have to order overseas. And then like the, it's just, there's so many, you know, logistical, logistical nightmares that can, yeah. you know, delay things. And again, we just want to turn a lot product quickly. Um, so we just try to keep it, keep it simple. Not that we won't adapt to it, but wouldn't we'll, we'll do that when we can put the necessary time and, and, and energy and research and have the right people working on that kind of stuff because 
it's already hard enough to keep up as it is. Right. So. One other question, and, and then I'll let Aaron. Uh, so the Jeff Spicoli and me, I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So a little bit of Jeff Spicoli and me and the new kind of wave is is hemp. Any any movement in, in the hemp industry for you? No, hemp no, shirts no. And, yeah, like you I said. I don't know if they take the, the, yeah. the print or... Just curious. Yeah, no, I, I, again, we're always trying to listen to what's in, and fine and just stay tuned on what's what's happening. I mean, sure. we just did a uh, design with that. Four Peaks where um, oh, we did a, um, the ink changes once the light hit it, you know, and that was a whole new process to give you an example. Wow. It's like it was a really, really cool shirt, but your ink prices were more expensive. Um, you had to special order it. So, like, those are the things that people won't understand, and that's fair. They don't need to, but, like, right. on the on the uh, logistical side, right? Where it's like, and I mean, really cool shirt, but your margins aren't as high. You need every margin, you know, every dollar possible when sustaining a business. Well, sure, you got um, people to employ. Yeah, I mean, and then, you know, attorney fees and cost yeah, of goods yeah, and, yeah. and all that stuff. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, when we're selling $20 shirts and, you know, minus our, our, our cost out of that, you need, that's everything you need to, that's everything that's running our business. So like we just have to keep turning and burning, you know, a lot of shirts. So fascinating, fascinating. The the whole industry is fascinating to me, but just the idea of you wanting to create something here that was Arizona branded for Arizona by Arizona. I love it. Yeah. I love you. I love what you're doing. Thank you. So keep keep going. Thank you. Yeah, we're gonna stop. I hope, yeah. I hope that if people listen to this, everybody will go out there and buy a shirt. Yeah, we appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if I mean, if people want to follow us on social media and, and see what we're all about, I think you can get a good idea of um, what what we what our community or what our brand's all about. And kind of build that relationship. Yeah, with and it's just uh, and we never want to. Obviously, there is part of this where you have to, you know promote products because that's what we do sure. but our, if you check out our social media it's, it's just a, always about positivity and showing love through products and that's you know obviously and you'll see a lot of our collaborations that we do all the time you'll see that on our social media literally every collaboration we do now we post about um, kind of educate people on these organizations and that's like the cool part is so much people are you know learning about these kind of things it's just it's just all about awareness so um, but you'll find out about us is that try to answer literally every message, every person that tags us, all that good stuff, and very engaging on there. Um, but again, it's just we never want to be known for pushing products down your throat. It's more about um, just, hey, this sure, is what we're about. And if you like it, awesome. If you don't, no hard feelings. So. You know, you, you've got a great vibe about you. You've got, and hopefully our listeners are, are hearing that. But you, you just get a great vibe about Arizona, and, yeah. and I love that. Thank I you. I love that. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much. I appreciate the time and, uh, you know, telling the story about, uh, about the brand. Oh, yeah. you know, I have one other question, if I may. I feel like Columbo right now. You don't know the reference. <laughs> uh, what's the hardest thing or what's the most challenging thing that you have to deal with? Besides just knowing how to, yeah. the, to, to, to generate the income, what do you think is the hardest I love that. Um, aspect of what you do here. Yeah, to be frank, I mean, I have two business partners are brothers, and for three of us to be equal owners, that is very, very challenging to have yeah. those honest well, conversations. Yeah. And you know, we've we've grown so much in the beginning. We turn into 
arguments and, and heated, you know, you're more immature and you're, sure. you know, learning about, you know, again, I didn't really get to know Nick until we started, you know, in this business. So like understanding what, how, you know, best way to communicate and or receive that communication. So that takes years to develop. Um, but I would say the most challenging still today, I mean, even Stefan will say the same thing. We're not even like friends anymore. You know, it's just a matter of like, hey, we're business partners. We come to work every day and, you know, you get, and I'm guilty of that too, because you get caught up in just the grind every day. And, mm. you know, without, you know, you, you just kind of take that for granted. And it's just harder when it's friendships and, you know, family, like just yeah. any advice I can always lend is make sure to choose your partners wisely. Not that we didn't, we can make it work. And, you know, sure. we're nothing without the three of us and our team, uh, but just know like it's, you know, still hard to have real conversations and to really be, um, you know, just, again, be honest and, you know, it's, it's easier when, you know, you have team members that um, are team members and you just have those honest and conversations and there's yeah. no emotions really involved, but it's, uh, that's tough for sure. Yeah. So I would say that that's our most challenging for me, at least, uh, you know, just working with um, two friends and, and the brothers. The personal yeah. relationships of, of running a business. Yep. The partnership side of. Yeah of the business yeah i i can see that yeah i can see that because sometimes aaron and i go a little bit back and yeah. forth we've known each other for 18 years so yeah and i, I think that's a uh, one thing that's good you know at the beginning you <laughs> at the beginning we're you know i'm personally stubborn and you know no. it was about like it was about <laughs> about what i liked and um but i think at the end of the day i love just sticking with facts and if that's you know we could have it's not about what the three of us like of course that plays a factor but listen to what your customers want like if, if we want like for example i wanted v-necks at the beginning v-necks never sold so we got rid of those so it's just like little things like that where it's like uh, oh i think we should do this okay well instead of us thinking or, or of course you're going to come up with those ideas and um but put it out to your your community and see what they think because they're the ones supporting your brand so that's one thing to kind of eliminate like emotions is just uh sticking with facts sticking with numbers should we get rid of this well this has this has sold x amount so yes we should you know get rid of this if it compared to this so it's just i just love numbers and facts and um yeah eliminates a lot of well, the, the numbers the, don't lie yep. and there's no emotion in a number for sure <laughs> yeah yeah and even like and designer i mean nick sometimes can can be designing what he likes but it should be about what and of course that's true like you're an artist whatever but that's something you have to gut check yourself sometimes be like it's not about you it is because you're the one creating it but this is about like this community is everyone that's following us and buying our shirts they're allowing us to do our dream Right. follow our dream wow. so why would you not cater to what they want right and of course part of that is always going to be your style is what the vision is right but you kind of like and that's one thing we go back and forth on like um, have challenges with uh, designers and I get it because on the collaboration side they feel like they're doing the same thing over and over and over again when you're doing co-branded designs and everyone wants our logo to be predominant and then you kind of try to find a way to mix and match so I get on the on the creative side, like, oh, I'm doing the same thing over and over again. But it, the way I spin it and the way I look, and that's where my point was, is we all see things differently. Absolutely. Is that, you know how many amazing organizations, large organizations want to be affiliated with our brand? Like, now you get to create that. Like, that's kind of how you have to, in my opinion, look at it. 
<clears throat> so if it wasn't us like coming with different perspectives or likes or interests, like, you know, I've never been a huge outdoors guy, but Nick loves the outdoors and he brings designs, you know, to the table like ringtail cat and or you know, state you know, fish and yeah. when people love that stuff. So That's it's like true. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we have that. So like you, you kinda need those different interests and per personalities and um to come up with you know, new ideas and, and uh, see different perspectives. But at the end of the day, it's all about the customer. And Absolutely. Whatever they want is what you should be des designing and creating and selling. We were just talking about that uh, earlier this morning. We were looking at our downloads and what gets the majority of downloads yeah. and, and trying to figure out do we need to focus yeah. more in this area or focus it. So, yeah, we totally, totally get yeah. what, what are people consuming. For sure. And, and that's what's important. You'd be, you'd be, you know, dumb to not. <laughs> Go off of what the people, you know, or what's most popular or, or whatever. We're not, we're not Ford. We can't say you can have any color that you want as long as it's black. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> people have choices. Sure. People have choices yeah. now. <laughs> nice. Uh -huh. Well, again, thank you very much for, for hosting us and coming in early to work today. Uh, definitely appreciate you spending this time with us. And by the way, we've been enjoying Tillman. <laughs> Tillman is the dog, and Tillman, we'll, we'll put a picture of uh, Mike up with Tillman, but Tillman looks like a rug right now. <laughs> Holding on the floor. He's, he's yeah. probably enjoying this nice cold floor. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, in Arizona, there he goes, he gives a good stretch. So. Yeah, Very nice. Easy. That's what he does for a living, so. There you go, there you go. Somebody's gonna hold down the concrete. Yeah. Poor guy. No, I know. Right, well, thank yeah. you. Yeah, of course. Thanks, thank Mike. Guys. Yeah. you tired of being stuck doing your own payroll and bookkeeping? Do you want more free time? Call Mary and her team at MLR Pro Tax and Accounting, 623-505-7141. They can help. MLR Pro Tax and Accounting provides year-round payroll and bookkeeping services to make tax time a breeze. Call Mary today so you can get out and explore more. 623-505-7141. Thank you for joining us here at the Not So Native Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our website, notsonativepodcast.com, and leave a comment or two. Also, follow us on social media to get the latest update on our adventures. Until next time. Until next time.